0: JJ McCall dropped the mic on learning something new.
1: Yeah. Very
0: happy to welcome back Keller, who's on our morning show this morning. Thanks for yes. coming.
1: Much happier to be back in the afternoon. I'm composed as a person now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Happens. I don't get composed as a person until about 1130. So, Or depending
0: on how many cups of coffee you have.
2: If I have coffee at about 3 o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden it's like, wow, look at this fairy tale.
0: Mm. So... As you may or may not know, I'm hoping you do because you've seen the video and you came out and supported McCall. Yeah. She took part in Dancing with the Relay Stars
1: yesterday.
2: I did, and we won, which we I, did. I'm pretty impressed with.
1: We got the People's Choice Award, which was fantastic.
2: Which means I can dance.
1: Yeah, yes. that validates that.
2: Oh, I don't like the hesitation from either of you.
0: Maybe it just meant that you did it with the most flair. Whatever. Or maybe people just enjoyed both of your hair. Or your shoes. The shoes were also really cool. Shoes
2: probably stole
1: the show. Uh, yes, definitely the shoes. Let's be honest. So we have Keller in for the podcast
0: because we wanted to do on learning something new because last year I got to do Dancing with the Stars. McCall has, I can't remember, McCall, did you do any dance for your music career in high school?
2: Uh, <laughs> my music career was uh, not not involving any sort of dancing. I didn't think so either. It was just just the singings in a choir robe. Okay. Or like a fancy park and dress. bark, park and bark. Yep.
0: So McCall, uh, what was your first takeaway then after going through the practices and then getting
2: to perform finally? Well, I mean, growing up when I was really really little, I danced, but I didn't. I didn't dance for very long. I mean, it was probably like two or three years. Um, And this was when I was like four, so it's not like really very relative. As Keller looks at me like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm sure that those skills
1: definitely have transferred. There, The potential that you had there has just grown and expanded up until this point, yes.
2: Okay. I'm sure
1: of it. <laughs> exactly. What he said.
2: So, um, it was really fun. I, I really enjoyed it. I like getting out of my comfort zone, though. I really enjoy trying things that are very out there and different from my normal day-to-day life. So, don't get me wrong. I was so anxious about it. I was super overwhelmed, almost. Like, yesterday, when we were at the studios, I have no idea what happened, but all of a sudden, I just started crying, and I'm sure it's just because I was overwhelmed, because I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much going on, I'm not going to do good tonight, whatever. Nerves got to me. They didn't until I got on the floor. Right. Because we were walking out there, I was like, oh, I got this. Oh, in
1: the hallway, she was composed, and like, oh, this is going to be great, this is great. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. Then we walk out there, and during the headlights, and she's just like, eh. I'm like, oh, got this, just do it, I believe... I believe in you, <laughs> and
2: then it sort of went away, but it was still kind of there.
1: Uh, I, I'm yes, I'm
0: glad that you did it. You did a great job. You thank won the you. People's Choice Award. Yeah, thank and you. Ouch. Trying something new and stepping on a comfort door. its kind of a theme for the VFX Morning Show. Yeah. So Keller, you mentioned when we had you on this morning how it was a cha- a little bit of a challenge because you're so used to working with people who know what you're talking about. So what was it like from beginning to performance, end of performance last night, working with someone who doesn't have any dance experience?
1: Well, it was quite interesting because there's a, a point in dance on team when your coach can go, oh, just do it like this or do it like this or w- between teammates. So it's you have all these foundation things with hip movement and weight transfer and going to no someone. One. It's like teaching them how to walk, but pretty. <laughs> it's <laughs> something you've never really thought about how to do. Like when you step Think about how your weight transfers between hip to hip. That's not something that people normally think about, and it's something you have to think about in dance. So I think a lot of it was psychological. Yeah. She's like, nope, body don't do this.
2: That was the hardest thing in the whole entire world. They were like, okay, McCall, so step from this foot to this foot. And I was like, okay, so as I'm stepping, my hips are transitioning to the one side that I'm stepping towards. They're like, no, no, your hip has to stay on the other foot. So then I was like, "Uh, how do I move? I don't. No, Then I was questioning everything about the entire way that I was walking right. for the rest of my life. So then now it's like I am aware that I actually have hips that can do movements and not just like forward directions.
1: Oh, yeah. I find myself like if I open a door, I will do a ballroom like back step pivot forward when I open a door <laughs> because it's so programmed into me to do that type of thing. And it's <laughs> to teach someone who doesn't do that. And I'm I'm sure everyone does that. I'm sure. Yes, everyone walks with as much grace and skill as uh, they choose to, but. <laughs> 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 no, I uh, I can, I, I was in the same boat as you,
0: McCall, because when we, when I ran through my routine last year, after we got it down, which, which was nice of her because she didn't say it at the time, there was a time where my dance partner was like, ah, I don't know if he's going to get this. But luckily, with a little bit of practice, I managed to be okay at it. Yeah. I, like you, had a very great partner who was very good at it. Uh, Keller, I mean, overall, how would you rate the experience? And I don't expect you to say it was terrible, but I mean, I'm sure it was a little bit frustrating at times because like you said, it's a communication thing. You're used to communicating one way when you're working with dance and now you have to change how you do things normally, which probably, I don't want to say take you out of your zone, but maybe takes you out of your comfort a little bit as well because you have to find a way to communicate with McCall who doesn't know how to do it.
1: Yeah, I would say working with her was a lot better than it could have been with a lot of people because she never got frustrated. In that she couldn't do it, it was always just a okay. I don't know how yet. Please show me how. Yeah. Um. I think it would have gone a lot worse if she had been like, I can't do it. Period. End of story. Um. I don't know. She did really well. I think she did a lot better than a lot of people could would have done.
2: I need I need like a hundred percent honesty back on that on this. You <laughs> no. you don't have to hold you don't no, have to I'm, hold that. I can being handle genuine. it.
1: Oh, I, your <laughs> <laughs> I recently started um, TAing for a social dance class at my school, and I now have a much broader perspective of how easy or difficult it is to teach someone how to dance, and McCall did do a very good job picking it up.
2: Oh, thanks.
1: But I did not do it alone. There were some parts where I was like, okay, I don't know how to teach you how to do this, so I'm going to have my friend Willow teach you how to do this because...
2: Like the slingshots.
1: Like the slingshots. When
2: I do a spinny thing. A spinny
1: thing. <laughs> because even I am like, I, I. there's no words to tell you how to do this. And then my great friend Willow comes over and she's like, oh, you tell her how to do this. And then McCall picks it up and I'm like, yes. That. I do my job well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah,
0: I mean, McCall, for you trying to see if he was sugarcoating it, you doing something different and not getting frustrated is something I think anybody who met you would be able to tell you. Yeah. You're not really one who shies away from a challenge. No. It's one of the things that you and I have in common.
2: Yeah. Shying away from a challenge is overrated.
0: Yeah, right? So, Kelly, let me ask you, before you did this, because you said you're TAing, is is teaching dance something you always thought you might do? Mm. Since this is a podcast about trying something new.
1: I have thought about teaching dance quite a bit, because all my friends, I always go to dances and things, and they're like, oh, you can dance? Uh, right here now, right in the middle of this dance floor, teach me how to dance. And I'm like,
2: you don't get it. That's not,
1: that's not how that works. Um, No, I didn't always think I would dance, but after doing this, I could see myself um, teaching dance more. Um, There are a lot of people who I dance for in light ballroom. There are a lot of people who go from team and then proceed to be coaches after. I could see myself doing that. Um, I like to think that I did a good job teaching mccall i I would say so your turn to be honest (laughs) (laughs) oh yes do
2: no honestly i would i would say that it was great i feel like a lot of the descriptions that keller would use were very they were very relevant like i i could understand what he was trying to explain like the one when we were trying to shift our hips the it was him and willow both were trying to show me how to how to do it so they're like okay well go like you're you missed a step like, you're stepping down the stairs, but you missed a step, okay? So, you're doing this, like, stomp thing, but your hips stay up because you're falling down the stairs, basically. Right. It's like, oh, okay. But it, it was really good because I feel like there were a lot of very good references to be able to teach me how, how to do, do things. So, I honestly really appreciated it because I feel like I could understand it better. And he was patient with me because I, if anybody knows me, I ask so many questions. Like, see. I, I ask so many questions. Okay. Well, why do, okay. So what are we doing this for? Why, why, how do I move my foot like this? How does, how does this move like this? Does my form look okay? Does my arm look okay? What am I doing with my hands? How do, where do my face, what do I do with my face? And they were just continual questions. And so really, I think he did, he did well handling all of my montage of questions because it was like, here you go. Here's all of these questions, but I I feel like it was really good. He he was very patient. It was good.
1: Uh, actually, dance is one of those things that so there's th- I categorize dance into three categories. There is footwork, which is your placement of your feet. There's technique, and then there's style. So, uh, she got down the footwork r- really well, really fast. It's basically walking, but then after that, you have to apply technique and technique nothing is done just because you move your hips in a certain way or you do a certain step a particular way because it makes you do it better so all of her questions about like oh why well why is this this way oh that's this way so that you can transfer your weight in the next step this way and then that worked out really well for us um one of my favorite things though is there's a term that we use in ballroom when you're trying to make a uh, pretty hand and it's called sandwich fingers. And it's so that you're not making a knife with your hand. You're making like this pretty uh, presented thing. And she was just not getting it the first day. And then second practice, she came back and she's like, I was eating a ice cream sandwich. And I got it. I figured out sandwich hands.
2: because my hand was like this. It looked just like a I had a sandwich hand because I was holding it, but I had to like move my fingers because it was stuck. It was one of those fat boy sandwiches, <laughs> and so it was like stuck to it. That's the important
0: it. part of the detail. That's the important part of the story. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it's be I had name to name brand. Right. Right.
2: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so I'm holding it, and it just got my hand was getting stuck to the sandwich, and so I picked up my other fingers that were around it. I was like, Oh my gosh, there it is! It's a sandwich hand. Oh, I got it just clicked <laughs>
1: like eating eating was the key to success food Got is, it. Food oh, is yes, always definitely. the key to success yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm very food motivated
0: so McCall obviously we've we've done take a risk as a podcast right we've talked about how in our career and we think some one of the things that sets us apart is we're not afraid to do stuff I did the makeup somebody asked me about it when we were at the event stuff like that so doing something new I don't think is exactly out of character for no. you but doing something new and performing in front of a bunch of people and being judging, I'll be at a charity event, so they weren't super harsh about it. How is that experience rate to doing stuff like when we, on, we do it on the radio, when we, we do the makeup, or you went and stood in an Elmo costume, stuff like that?
2: Well, the thing that's so much different about that is that people are there to like, watch you perform, and that's weird, because when we're, when we're performing in the mornings, if you want to call it performing, you I and do. Bantering. I bantering- Okay, whatever. When we're bantering, you can tell her that earlier when he said it's nothing; it's a performance. He's like, of course. And I say it now, and you're like, "Whatever, get out of here, bougie." <laughs> <laughs> so when we we're performing back and forth, you and I in the morning show, we don't see everybody else's reactions. It's not a it's not a visible right. thing. We talk back and forth, and we think, "Oh, no one listens." Yeah, basically. Normally,
0: that's why when people a- say they like listen we're like, "No, <laughs> yeah,
2: really." No. But. You know, you and I just banter back and forth and you don't see the the repercussions of it, really. And being able to be out on the dance floor freaked me out, first of all, because I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody's watching me. Oh my gosh, I really don't know how to dance. Oh no, I'm just in a really pretty dress and I don't know what to do with my life. So I started dancing and it started freaking me out and then all of a sudden I feel like I kind of was like, oh, okay, we good. But it just in comparison... I feel like I like hiding behind a microphone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can understand that. A little bit more. I mean, because people... we, We talked about this with Keller this morning. People, when you say radio, like when we do live events... We have equipment that pre-records some stuff because you say radio and people are terrified of they being say, no, live on air.
2: I don't have a problem with being live on air, but you make me get up in front of people and dance or something. Yeah. Dance, not singing. If it's singing, I, whatever. I don't care.
0: And so I've y- done you that and before. I know that we have people listening, but it's out of sight, out of mind. Right. Because really, we just talk to each other and it's really simple to think about that. And I think that's honestly what uh, makes it work is that McCall and I have that chemistry. We hear it all the time. And right. so I, I totally get you. I understand. Keller, I have a similar question for you. You of course, performing for people, that's not new for you, you're in competitive dancing, but what is it like to go from performing with something someone who also is very serious about it to doing this charity event where McCall's taking a handful of weeks, a couple of hours, a few days in total and then learning it and then trying to put on the best show possible as a performer yourself?
1: Um, <laughs> I will say I did have a comment when I was after it had all happened, I was sitting down with my mother and I'm like, Okay, but could you have imagined it if I had done it with my uh, ballroom partner? And my mom was like, "Oh, I know. It would have been so great." I'm like, so yeah, it would have been. Right. It would be great to do it with someone who is ballroom trained. Right, right. But it was still great to do it.
2: It was fun. It was great. <laughs> it was fun. I'm sure he was so frustrated with me because he was. <laughs> he was like, when we were going out on the on the dance floor, he's like, "Okay, we call poise and watch form be be solid." and something else and I was like yeah okay great we went out on the floor I was like oh my gosh and everything went away and it was like slouch and I'm sure Keller was like come on stand up stand up you hooligan I'm sure that's exactly how we felt Uh, part of me was
1: also standing out there going huh do I know how to dance (laughs) (laughs) and that does happen for me every time I'm about to perform I'll be standing and I'm ready and I'm like hmm I've practiced this many, many times. I feel like I'm pretty good at what I do. But do I know how to do this? <laughs> I really am not sure. And then the music comes on and I do the best that I can.
2: And then it just happens. <laughs> and then it just happens. Yeah.
0: Keller, I think I'm assuming the answer to this is probably obvious, but so McCall and I, I think chemistry is something that's important because you can tell in a, a conversation when people have chemistry. In dance, is that the same case or is it something where technique and form kind of takes over? So maybe if McCall, who makes friends with literally everything that moves, <laughs> is really easy to develop chemistry with because she's just that type of person. Please, if, I've
2: made friends with this rock.
0: Yeah, if she was, if maybe someone who was not that case, would it be something where it'd be more oh, difficult to work with?
2: Per-
1: a person's relationship within a dance makes a huge, huge, huge difference. Your relationship defines the way that the dance comes out. Um, so if, for waltz, for instance, if I do a, a waltz with um, someone that I'm friends with, right. um, who's on my team or who I'm cordial with, um, it can be very professional and very good and technique, have a lot of technique. But if I do a waltz with someone who... I'm intimate with it's so much different it is still the same poise and technique but there you can tell when there's this whole like when there's actual relationship and emotion in it that's why it's difficult when people hate their partners right and you're dancing and you're like why But, like, with our song specifically, you know, Best Friends, and we picked a very poppy, sassy, we could be sassy back and forth. We could be very, like, ooh, yeah, this is what we're doing. It would have been very different if we had done some sort of, like, lovey-dovey because that's not how we were or are.
2: (laughs) No. Right. (laughs) It would have been awkward.
0: So, from call from your perspective, how did the routine change for you as you got to know Keller better? I know that you probably made best friends with him the first second you saw him, but you probably got to know him better as the practices went on.
2: Yeah. We got we got to know each other pretty we good. We did. But um I think that that it was really good because the song was best friend and so there was a lot of I don't know. Him and I are very similar with the sass. So with the sass happening, it yeah, was Yeah, it
1: was it worked out well. It worked
2: out really well. So I think it I don't think we could have really chose a better song. Well, and then
1: uh, that song being a samba. Samba, we have a thing that we say we say sink or samba and it means you have to just be really into it or not do it. You got to be And McCall is very into it. She's doing it. She's partying. Samba is a party song. You got to be doing it or you're not. You gotta be ready, you gotta be on it, you gotta be sharp, you gotta be excited. And she was, and it's great.
2: Yeah. So I mean, honestly, it was I think it was good. I don't I don't think there would have been anything that I would have changed about our dance routine because I think that the chemistry between Keller and I was really good for that song you know it's very sassy and there were a couple of times i know i broke con eye contact because i was like oh i'm supposed to be looking at him wait a second i'm supposed to be smiling because i was smiling at the tools in the garage because that's where we practice yeah, one right. time he's like smile at the garage smile at the tools they're up on the wall but just smile at him smile at him and so i was smiling at him and there was one part that i should have kept eye contact but i didn't because it was like we were Look, we're supposed to be looking at each other and then snap back and look at the audience at the same time, like "Ooh, I'm coming for you," and just like go. But it just didn't. It was so good. I mean, it was so good.
0: I think the song choice is really perfect for your two's dance. So Kelly, can you take me inside how you? And I don't know how many routines you put together, but how you get to the point where you're like, "Okay, this song fits what I want to do."
1: Um. So I have done this. Will be this is my second routine that I choreographed. Okay. Um. I say on my own, but I normally work with a partner. Like um, I did this one with my close friend, Willow. Um, I don't know. I like to put on a song and start just kind of dancing to myself. Right. And if there's a point in the music where I go, ooh, I really like that, then that goes there. And then if there's a point where I'm like, ooh, a hit is really good here, then I do that there. And then there gets to points where I'm like, okay, I've got this half and I have this half, but I've got like, 20 seconds that I have no idea what to do, and then then I go out and I ask a coach or a or a, uh, another teammate, and I'm like, "What do you think fits here?" And then get creative input from other people. Um, I feel like it's really hard to make a routine by yourself. I think it's really great to be collaborative with people because um, then if you make it all yourself, then it kind of just I don't know. It feels so closed off. I think. Yeah. What is it? Is there a
0: point, I don't know, I, I, McCall I think showed me the original routine, but was there ever a point in this where you you had something down and
1: then you were like, yeah, I'm going to change that. I want to rework something different in it. Yeah. There were several transitions that we changed where we're like, we're just, just going to simplify this.
2: Because it was like, let's do this. We're going to do a, like a bop and then we're going to do a spin move and then we're going to do like a high kick and, and it wasn't really there, but I mean, still, they were more difficult transitions and so
1: transitions were the most difficult part because uh we went through and I taught her all the steps all the each individual step and then we went through and put them together after and then sometimes transitions don't really work out the way that you want them to no
0: McCall from your perspective how did you deal with that because I know that we both don't like to lose and I know in my experience even though I know you know this is for charity we're having fun with it last year when they were as there are points where maybe some of the routine was changing, in mine. It's something I took – I was a little frustrated with because I was like, I should be getting this – they're dedicating all this time. I should learn this.
2: I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I picked it up pretty quick. Like once we got the steps going, it was like he laid out, okay, this is the move you need to do. This is the move you need to do. So I'd practice the moves and I'd watch that video over and over and over and over and over again And because we did video it beforehand, right. him, and, him and Willow got the dance going. And so I I learn a lot. I'm very much a visual learner. And so I feel like I learned a lot of it just from watching the video. And then um, the transitions were frustrating. And, you know, I honestly, I wouldn't say frustrating. It was just like, dang it, I can't get it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again. And so we'd run it and run it and run it. And there was one night that I don't know how many times we ran it, 15 times or something like that. Maybe more. And it was just non-stop okay let's go come on come on let's go trial yeah, by fire we, let's we, go
1: we kept the song on repeat and every time it ended we ran back to the beginning and just and did just it again. Go again and every single time we did i'm like okay, think about one thing you did wrong what did you do wrong and then right fix here it. and then fix it mm-hmm. and we just ran it and ran it and ran it and then we walked away and collapsed on the floor
2: well we <laughs> walked away and watched justin timberlake perform that super oh Bowl, yes that
1: was really enjoyable as well
2: yeah so that's that's what that's what ended up happening but uh you know with the transitions we were working on them until like the very last day like the night before we were still working on the transitions yeah uh, because there were a couple of them that we were like not a hundred percent yeah, this is what it needs to be um and there's like one move that we did out of the slingshots that we gosh we changed that four times yeah the had night, to been the at night least before, the night before
1: where we're like, hey which one we would run it and be like, okay well is this the one that we do automatically? And if it's the one that we do automatically, then that's the one that we should do. But right. then we kept doing a different thing. And we're like, okay, we need to set this to be a thing.
2: Yeah, because we just weren't sure. But um, it's it was something that was, again, I wouldn't say really frustrating. It was just more of a challenge. And I like challenges. So,
0: so along those lines, then, you're still in your first year at VFX. And I'd like to think that the first year in under VFX is categorized as trying a lot of things and doing a lot of things. Right. So where does this fall in the things that you've, the challenges that you've faced and conquered thus far in your first year of VFX?
2: I mean, as hardest or easiest or uh, best or worst? Toughest
0: challenge, uh, relative experience. There's a couple ways to go with that.
2: I mean, I would say it was really fun. It was something that I would enjoy doing again. I mean, dancing in general. I've always really liked dancing. I think it would be fun to, to kind of get into, but... Um, Most taxing, probably. Uh, Most exhausting, probably. Um, I would probably say it was one of the most difficult because I can't come up with anything else that's been really difficult other than like waking up at (laughs) 3 o'clock in the morning. But, you know, I would say that it's probably been one of the more difficult things that I've done this this past year, you know. um, Yeah, it was just kind of exhausting mentally, physically, Um, this is very, very much of a kind of a heavy weight almost just to be able to do all of this stuff. Right. Yeah.
1: Dance is very taxing in more than one way because a workout, just a plain workout is not really mentally challenging. Right. You're just kind of following basic instructions. Right. But dance, you got to be thinking, okay, what are my counts? What's coming next? What's coming after that? how yeah. is my body moving how is this so it's it's you're thinking and moving and working and you're doing it over and over and over again mm-hmm. and it is so taxing
2: well and especially i mean i have i have perfect comparison for that because i have been working out i have been going to the gym i have right. been working with a personal trainer for for different things to be able to to work out to progress and to better myself but it's it's so much different. It's so much different because it is so mentally taxing. It is so it's fun. It's way fun, but it was it was hard.
0: So Cal, if I could ask you what is the what are the big takeaways from this experience that you will take away since obviously you do dance and will continue to dance.
1: Well, this whole the, the whole fundraiser itself kind of came at a busy time in my life. Um and I think part of it is just what do you want to put your time into? Yeah. At the end of the day, what do you think you will what do you think using your time for will be the most beneficial for you? And so for me, it was a choice that I had to make. I'm like, okay, well, do I do I go in work on my car or do I go to school or do I schedule a practice with McCall? And I'm like, well, I have a commitment to her that I need to make. And so we would schedule practices. And <laughs> I, I I, can say that other aspects of my life have fallen by the wayside. Right. It's just the commitment, I think, is one of the most difficult things.
2: Right. And it was hard. Like a lot of the times when you and I were trying to schedule practices, it was like, Okay, well, I can't do this time. You can't do this time. Okay, well, what about this time? Okay, well, the gym's overbooked, so we've got to do this instead. And and, uh,
1: hence dancing in my garage. The the only time that her and I were both available was a time when both of the studios were completely full and we had no space. So we danced in my garage, and that's just a thing that we had to do.
2: It was, I mean, it was really fun. You know, I like doing improv improvisation if you will winging it because yeah i an like adventure. winging it a lot it is an adventure that's exactly how i look at it you know it was it was very fun it was something that i definitely enjoyed and it's definitely something that i'm going to take away from my life that i want to better myself at whether it's just taking small like country swing classes or you know just just something because it was it was enjoyable. It's fun because it's a it's a good way to be able to express who you are. It's a really good way to be able to express what's on the inside, you know, not just the not the just the outer shell of adorableness. Ocean inspired hair. Ocean inspired hair. Yeah. I I mean it's it's a direct representation of you as a soul. I mean it was cool. It was something I really liked. Dance
1: for me is endlessly fulfilling because it's something that you work towards and you see results, which is, i that's one of my favorite things, is seeing the result of my hard work. And then it's something you can pour your soul into. It's it's something that you can say, you see this beautiful art form that people are seeing. Like, I don't know, musicians are really appreciated for sharing their soul in music. And dance is less revered i suppose you could say that's not the best word i could have used but it's the same thing it's showing part of yourself to everyone in the audience and being like this is a thing that i put together and right
2: that's that's something that i've noticed a lot about music especially because you can't with music music is a piece of your soul things are spoken more directly more artistically through music through art and you you feel it more deeply when there's music involved if you're dancing you feel it more deeply if there's music involved you can watch a dance and there's it's a great dance you throw music into on top of it though it becomes emotional it becomes more more just, to jump driven. in
0: i don't think it's revered i don't think
1: it's less revered i think music's easier to digest yes that is an excellent yes
0: because to not to say that Dancing, much? I personally, with there's work and everything, but dancing, I think, would be much tougher to me personally, but we can relate on a radio thing. Right. What people love about mm-hmm. us? Because we just speak honestly. We are who we are on the mic, that we are out in the world, real world. Right. As I'm sure you've... I don't remember... You, you said he didn't really know who McCall was when he first got paired up, but I know you had people that did, and I'm sure they were proven right that the McCall that's on the radio is the McCall that danced with Keller. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. person. Literally the same person.
0: <laughs> well... You guys did great. Thank you. You guys won the fan award, obviously. A lot of people thought you did great. Thank you. So Keller, thank you for well, both of you, thank you for donating time. I'm also proud that VFX got to be part of Dance with the Relay Stars. Keller, also thank you for coming in
1: early to do the morning show. Oh yeah, I had I had school off today and I was like, I'm getting up earlier than I normally do. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even get a miss school for it.
2: <laughs> it was fun though. We would have
0: signed your note. We would have. See? That would have been
2: <laughs> We no would've worries. come in and Whatever Giving we you to an do. excuse,
1: yeah. it would have been great. <laughs> anyway, I've really enjoyed it. I <laughs> have really enjoyed the opportunity to come in.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, this whole experience of coming in and talking has been really exciting for me. Um, because I I actually always think about whenever I hear people on the radio or like movies, I always think about the behind the scenes, like right. what goes on. What do they talk about as soon as the microphones turn off? And I get to come in and hear you guys banter and be friends, and it's so great.
2: It's been fun.
0: My heart's melting.
1: Sorry, uh, that's McCall's line. My bad.
2: Yeah, that is my line. You cried How enough yesterday.
1: You? I'll
0: take care of it today. How
2: dare you? Okay. Well, <laughs> good luck crying because I'm done with that. So uh,
0: But no, thank you for coming in, uh coming back this afternoon, Kelly, doing the podcast with me. we really appreciate it. Yeah. So this has been AJ McCall. Drop the mic on trying something new.